<sighs> All right, so let's go ahead and find our seats. Find our sit bones, find our rooting, our grounding, sense of stability and security in earth. Rock your spine in a big circle so that you can stir the bowl of your pelvis. Find the fluidity of water through your pelvis. And bring that to stillness. Just breathe in deeply into your diaphragm, into your belly. Fire the energy that is very present <laughs> today, in this moment especially. Aries. Yeah. Happy springtime. <laughs> and then let's all take a deep breath together and find that energy of air. <sighs> Sending it out into space. with. And let's go ahead and just ohm for a little while. So at your own pace, in your own time. Many ohms just feels really good for you. Let's just start homing. Feel the sound, feel the vibration. called the Vespota, the, the Big Bang, basically, that brought this creation into being. And we also call it the Pranava, which is the subtle sound of all. <coughs> and um, so what does anybody know about Om? Maybe you can tell me something. 
You just said it all. <laughs> no, I didn't say it all. It, it brought it all into creation, the big game, and the subtle. That was out. Mm. <laughs> it makes the yumminess, the mmm that we all know is life, right? This, this sensuous experience, this, this sensory experience that we call it. sensuous and sensory <laughs> that we call life. Uh, what, anything else? with auspiciousness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The beginning, the middle, and the end? Isn't yes. That? yes. Absolutely. The, the states of consciousness represented by the, um, it looks like a three. You know, the, um, the waking, the deep sleep, and the, well, the um, Bindu is the Turiya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the fourth, the, the hidden state. fourth state, right, yeah. Isn't it like the three gods in Hinduism too? Like what is it? So yeah. Shiva, Shiva, Vishnu, Brahma, Vishnu, and Brahma. Brahma. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So Om is definitely represented by the three, the the Maitrayaniya Upanishad. That's it. So Maitri means a friend. And this Upanishad, this text, really kind of lays out that, that threefold nature of Om. And I don't remember all of it, so I have it here. <laughs> so it represents, Om represents the Brahman, right, which is, uh, which is the God, the Lord, the Supreme, the Source, and the Atman, which is the individual, the soul. <laughs> and there's three roots of the syllable, ah, hu, m. And then there's a hidden fourth, because actually the more powerful part of this sound is the silence that comes after. That's where the true power, that's where the true rasa, the true juice is, is in the silence, is in that kind of reverberating echo of vibration. You know, that's why when, after we sing, after we chant, um, that moment that we just let everything drop into silence, that tends to be sometimes the most powerful time in the chant. You know, when we're singing, it's all blissful, but the thinking nature tends to get in as well. But in that silence, we can just drop into being. Because it's all getting ready to rise up again. Yeah, exactly. It's that pause between the breaths, like we talked about, like you were talking about earlier in class. Um, so uh, the three syllables represent past, present, and future. I think somebody said that. Um, let's see. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read this because it was really sweet. So the sound, uh, the sound is the body of soul, and it repeated, repeatedly manifests in three, as gender-endowed body, feminine, masculine, and neuter, which is really interesting to me because they do represent a new, neutral gender, right? Um, as light endowed body, Agni, which is fire, Vayu, which is air, and Aditya, which is the sun of the sun, I believe. Yeah, the what? The mother of the sun, excuse me. Yes, you're right. The mother of the sun. Aditya, which is mother. Thank you. You're right. Mother of the sun. <laughs> okay, it's as deity endowed body, which is the Brahma, the Rudra, and the Vishnu, or Shiva is Rudra, Rudra as well, in his destruct or Rudra is Shiva in his destructive form, and then as the mouth endowed body, and I thought this was really interesting. So Garhapatya is the fire of the ancestors, which I thought was really interesting when I walked in. Um, what's her name with the red? Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. And she was talking about... Ancestors, ans- yeah. Speaking with her ancestors, right? So, and in, uh, in the text that I found this in, it's actually, they call it the fire of the manes, M-A-N-E-S. And I had no idea what that meant. And a long time ago, and James, uh, I asked him, what is a manes? And he says, it's our ancestors. It's the fathers. Yeah. Yeah, the forefathers. Right. The, uh, so it's the Garhapatya, the Dakshin Agni, 
which stands for it's the southern fire of the altar, and the Ahav, Ahavania, which is the eastern fire of the altar. So it's re representative of the fires of the altar as well. Okay, It says the knowledge endowed body, which is uh, represented by the Rig Veda, which is the Mantra Veda, the Samaveda, which is the Veda of song, mm. and the Yajur Veda, which is the Veda of the spells, or excuse me, of the rituals. And then, of course, because there's that hidden fourth, um, the uh, Atarva Veda is also there, right? That's It's the hidden book. That's the book of spells and, and, and enchantments that is part of the four Vedas. The maze is so interesting in yeah. terms of practice because when you practice to your ancestors, they appear as who they are, not who you may want them to be. Right. <laughs> and sometimes like, that's like in, like in Hamlet. Yeah. Here's his murdered father appearing to him. You know, now, and that presents a real issue for him. Yeah. His life is going to change forever because of that main arising and presenting. And so the mains come to us in this mm -hmm. form that we may not want them to be in because they're who they are. Mm -hmm. They're not about us anymore. And they, we also tend to idealize our yeah, past right. as well <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And when it appears in us in its true form, yeah. you know, it's a little bit of a mirror as well. <laughs> and it might present to us things about ourselves yeah. that we really don't want to look at. So. When they died, when they went away. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's also the world endowed body, as Bur Bhuva Svaha, right? Svaha. Right. So earth, the kind of in between heaven, the atmosphere, and the heavens heaven. Um, and the heat endowed body, as breath, fire, and sun. The growth endowed body as food, water, and moon. Thought endowed body as intellect, mind, and psyche. Okay. And then it goes on to say that Brahman exists in two forms, material and immaterial. The material form is changing and unreal. And the immaterial form is what we call achuta, which is permanent, unchanging. The immortal, formless, is truth, and truth is the Brahman. Brahman is the light. The light is the sun, which is the syllable Om as the self. Okay. The world is Om, its light is sun, and the sun is also the light of the syllable Om, asserts the Upanishad. Meditating on Om is acknowledging and meditating on the Brahman, Atman, the soul, and the self. So basically, in Om is contained everything, all of the universe. Um, let's see. So the Chandogya Upanishad, it's probably one of the oldest Upanishads in Hinduism. Um, it's one, it's, one of its opening lines is, let man meditate on all. So in one of the oldest texts in Hinduism, Om is the first thing that's mentioned. And it calls the syllable Om as Udgita. And Udgita means a song or a chant. And it asserts that the significance of, that of the syllable is that the essence of all beings is earth, the essence of earth is water, the essence of water are the plants, the essence of plants is man, the essence of man is speech, and the essence of speech is the Rig Veda. The, the essence of the Rig Veda, which is the mantra, uh, the mantra Veda, is the Sama Veda, which is the Song Veda. And the essence of Sama Veda is Udgita, which is Om. It's another name for So Om. each arises from the next. And when we, uh, when we went over the, uh, the Buddha Shuddhi practice, remember, we learned that, uh, that space arises from Om, from sound. From space, from space arises air, from air arises fire, from fire arises water, and from water arises earth, 
from earth arises the plants, and from plants and arises life, man. Yeah. So everything, everything, it's all a chain reaction. It's all connected. And one, and then they also also dissolve into one another as well at the same time. So it's this beautiful interplay back and forth. It's a very holographic <coughs> and fractal-like. All bijas are. All the bija mantras are. But Om especially contains all of it. And Om is so pure that you can do it well. It's yeah. easy to remember. Yeah, exactly. And, and no matter how deeply you go, that's how deep you go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's no deeper than that, but it's a good measure of where your practice is. Mm -hmm. Because Om is always what it is. And if you don't get it, it's because you really don't get it. Yeah, and that's okay too. Yeah, that's exactly you know? what that. Yeah. And I think we each, <clears throat> it's such a pure and simple <coughs> sound, like you said, that we can extrapolate whatever we want out of it and be correct in our extrapolation yeah. because it contains everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever you're getting out of it, that's exactly what. Exactly it's exactly right. It's exactly right. <laughs> you can't be wrong. <laughs> exactly. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. So Rig, the Rig Veda, the Veda of hymns, and Sama uh, is the Veda of song, right? So Rig, Rig comes from the root, the Datu Rik, and Rik is speech, right? Saman is breath. And they're in pairs, speech and breath, right? Because they have a love and desire for one another. Hmm. Speech and breath have a love and desire for one another. And they find themselves together, and when they do, they mate, and they produce song, the Udkita. Hmm. And it's a symbol of awe, reverence, and of threefold knowledge. Because the advaryu, the adherents, seekers, the, the worshippers, right? They invoke it. The hotra, the priests, they recite it. And the udgatra, the chanters, they sing it. So om is that which binds us, which it, it transcends all distinction of place. It's also known to be the uh, uh, what are they called? So the the untouchables. Um, oh, what is that varna called? Um, so the name of their varna in in Sanskrit uh, translates to the mixed people, right? And Om is said to be their syllable, right? So it's actually honoring that lowest case that is the case to service the workers. Actually, it's not the untouchable case. It's the, it's the fourth. The untouchable is below the, <coughs> below the fourth case. So it's the, uh, the worker case, the service case. And it's, it's, said, it's said to be the, the, the sound of the people, basically. So, it's also the sound of the name of God or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. It's the sound of God. Well, it's the sound of it's the sound the Shakti made when she ripped herself away from Shiva. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to learn an Om mantra today. Can you say Om Karam? Om Karam. Bindu. Bindu. Samyuktam. Samyuktam. Nityam. Nityam. Tyayanti. Tyayanti. Yogina. Yogina. Kamana. Om Karaya. Om And then we'll also sing Om Swaha. So Om Karam. So uh, when you say a kara after a, a syllable, it means the syllable of, basically. <laughs> yeah. So Om Karam is the syllable of Om, right? That syllable. Bindu, what's a bindu? Seed. Yes, perfect. So that seed, that seed syllable, right? Samyuktam. Samyuktam. So yuk, 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 yuk. Yog. 
okay. Yeah, same. Nope. Same. It's the. It's the same. It's the the root of huge and uh, so to sum is equal. Equal. Yeah. So when we 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 yoke ourselves equally with the seed symbol, right? We we yoke ourselves. We bind ourselves to the seed we symbol. We are the same. Right. Nityam. Nityam. Nityam is perpetual. And what's dhyanti? What's dhyana? Meditation. Yes. Meditation. Perpetual meditation. Yoginaha. Yoginaha is the yogi who perpetually yogi. meditates and yokes himself, <coughs> excuse me, links himself to the seed syllable. Kamana. <coughs> What's kama? Desire. Yeah, desire. Beautiful. Moksha. Moksha. Liberation, yes. Chaiva. Chaiva. Chaiva is to, is to give. It gives all that you desire. It gives your liberation. Chaiva. Yes. Chaiva is to give. Omkaraya. Omkaraya. So again, that syllable of Om. Namo Namaha. What's that? Namo Namaha. I praise the name. We praise that name. Yes, absolutely. And then what's Svaha? Mine. Om Svaha. It's Svaha is, is, it's both that, that, that celestial realm, but it's also an offering. Oh, oh I offer Om. Svaha. Om. You, svaha. When you offer something into the fire, you say Svaha. Svaha. It's a blessing. Svaha. Svaha. Yes, absolutely. So we will sing this call and response. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sitting up nice and tall, refreshing your posture. <laughs> I use that all the time now. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Refresh your posture. <laughs> Start out with one ohm together.
that chant was uh, introduced to me by my, my primary asana teacher, Eric Albert. Um, he brought that one to my attention. I love it. It's a beautiful chant, yeah. Um, and it's also known, Om is also known as the Atarva, uh, not the Atarva, um, Savita. Um, oh, darn it. I forgot the word. I'm sorry. Anyway, never mind. It's, okay, said, to con- it's said to contain all of the Vedas within mm. that one syllable as well. So, everything. Everything. Um, yeah. All right. So, the, the next chant that we're going to learn um, is uh, it's what arises from Om, basically. All of the elements that we spoke of, that space, the water, or that space, the air, the fire, the water, and the earth. And I made this one up in order to garden too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To garden? To, yeah, to infuse energy, the, all the energies of the elements into my plants and my garden. <laughs> so I just came up with this one in order to do that. So um, can you say Om Jaya Prithvi? Om Jaya Prithvi. Om Prithvi Namaha. Om Prithvi Namaha. Om Jaya Jala. Om Jaya Jala. Om Jala Namaha. Om Jala Namaha. Om Jaya Agni. Om Jaya Agni. Om Agni Namaha. Om Agni Namaha. Om Jaya Vayu. Om Jaya Vayu. Om Vayu Namaha. Om Vayu Namaha. Okay, so this one's a little bit different. So this long A in the front, because the Jaya ends with an A, it blends with that. So it's Om Jaya Akasha. Om Jaya Akasha. Akasha. Akasha Namaha. Can't put the Om in there because there's too many souls. Okay. So Prithi is Earth. Yes, Jala. Yes, Agni. Fire. Yes. Vayu. Wind. Yeah, wind or air. And Akasha. Space. Yes, absolutely. And then we're going to sing Om Anapurna. Om Anapurna. Anapurna Namaha. Anapurna Namaha. Yes. So who is Anapurna? <laughs> it's I didn't even know it was an. I didn't know it was an. That's awesome. That's awesome. There's a mountain named Annapurna. So what's 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 Anna? Anna is food. Anna is food. Uh-huh. And Purna is perfect, complete, and full. Right, right. So it's she who bestows the perfect nourishment upon us. Yes, who nourishes us fully. She's a form of the goddess. She's a you know, very earthy form of the goddess that nourishes us, sustains us. Probably a, 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 a form of Lakshmi, maybe, because Lakshmi is that, that principle of sustaining and nourishment, nurture. Yeah. So Anapurna. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful. Right, and then we'll sing the bija mantras for the elements. So a lot of people think that these are the bija mantras for the chakras, but they are not. They actually are the bija mantras for the elements oh. that reside in the chakras. Ah. Yeah. And I just found that out fairly recently. So <laughs> I stood very corrected in my assumptions. <laughs> and that tends to happen quite often. <laughs> so... <laughs> <clears throat> and that's okay as long as we're open to this, you know, this changing landscape of, of what we deem to be knowledge. You know? <laughs> I'm so wise. <laughs> and meanwhile, somebody's going, <laughs> like especially source, they're like. <laughs> so uh, we'll sing lam, lam, vam, vam, ram, ram, yam, yam, ham, ham, sam, sam, om. I just realized I put the dots on the wrongs. <laughs> so this dot should be on the top. I actually dotted before I typed, and if you dot before you do the the letter, then it ter- puts it on the bottom. If you dot after, it puts it on the top. So I did my dots the wrong time. So anyway, so and you can you can always take your the middle of your tongue to the roof of your mouth as you're saying those lang 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 if you want to. 
Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, so this is a, a mantra in honor of, just of, of the elements and how they arise and dissolve into one another and how that's all supported by Anapurna. And, it, and again, it's that holographic sense. Prithvi is earth. It's also grounding and stability and security and all of those things that earth stands for. It's nourishment, it's nurture, it's, or it's nur- not nurture, it's nourishment, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's health, right? Well-being. Um, it's our physical forms. Jala is water. That's nurture. Jala. That's connection. It's the flow of information. Jala. Right? It's water. Um, the um, water. What else is water? Water is re- receptive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I always think of it as feminine. It's very feminine because in it, nature. Uh, it's soft, but it can carve rocks. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can think of all of these things like. Uh, each of these, each of these words, and especially the bija mantras for the elements, they contain all of this information in them, right? And agni, agni is fire. What is fire? We were talking fire It's yeah, or tran- destruction or transformation. Yeah, purification. Yeah, fire is very purifying, right? Yeah, absolutely. It takes the gross to the subtle because it's that bridge point from the gross. To the shuttle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Heat tapas. Heat tapas, it's our practice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And vayu, what is vayu? Air. Breath. Breath, yes. Air. Yeah. Expansion. Yeah, the heart. Yeah. 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 And akasha. Ether. What did that mean again? Akasha. So we say space, but it's actually much more than that. It's it's that medium that contains everything without which nothing else can exist. In its emptiness. Right? In its emptiness. It's the ethers, but it's also, it's, and, it's so much, not but, but and, not, not but, but. And it's so much more than that. <coughs> it's it's everything and it's nothing at all. It's the big container. Yeah, it's the big container. Yeah. Without space, yeah. we'd all be. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the cave of the heart. It's, that it's the bang we have. Yeah. Where, where, where when you go there, only you have that cave. That's right. And only you can find your way there. Yeah. And only you can find your way there. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah. So, all of these things are contained in all of these words and all of these beaches. All right. So, let's... Yeah. We have just enough time. Om Jaya Prithvi Om Prithvi Namaha Bola Om Jaya Prithvi
of the sound to wake up every cell of our being. What is the chakra sounds? Huh? Those are the chakra. The, well, those are the, the elemental <coughs> sounds that reside in the chakras. And the interesting thing is, is that we, um, we, it's a little bit recent actually. There's a, a fairly recent text that that attributed these elements to these chakras. Um, more recent than you know some of the older text. And uh, and there's the seven chakra system is one that is not an older, more ancient uh, concept. And it said that there was actually the, the, the text that, that proposed this is like one that's really a lot, full of a lot of flaws. <laughs> so there's this big debate going on with the scholars who are really knowledgeable about the all of this. Chakras? Or uh, yeah, the amount of chakras yeah. and, and, yeah. and placing these so. things there. And so there's this, there's this question, you know, I mean, what, what's happening when we're putting a lot of air into the heart center all the time by chanting, you know, by chanting yum into the heart constantly? And he proposed, the, the, uh, the Sanskrit master that I was reading, um, he proposed, see what it's like to chant some earth into your heart. So I sat with it for a while, and I chanted lum and focused on my heart center, and you know, I just that whole day I felt super, super just grounded and at ease in my heart, which was really interesting. So these bija mantras, they have this holographic connection, and intention encodes that connection, right? So wherever we place the intention for that bija mantra to sit, it's like this little fractal interlocking that happens. And we can encode different things in different ways, you know, with these sounds and with this intention. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, this is, you know, all from Shiva. So if we have that, let's now look at it from this point of view. That's, that's a, another opportunity from Shiva Shakti to look at it from another point of view. Yeah. Things change. Yeah, things change, yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's not stuff there. That's what yeah. a fractal is. A point of view, a point of view, a point of view. Right, point yeah, view. yeah. They don't add up, but they should work together. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It, it's, it does. I mean, it's very powerful because we feel it, right? And so, uh, and, and it's also all about intention. You know? Yeah, we, we create yeah. it. We have the intention of feeling it. That purity of action that we were talking about, not doership. Yeah. You know, I feel when I chant that there's no ego, that it's just like, I want to be here and chant, mm -hmm. and I feel like that is pure action. Right. You know, we can feel that in ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're coming from the right place in that pure intention. Mm -hmm. We don't create karma. In fact, we purify. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Because sound is the most is, is the, <laughs> what the most powerful vibration, vibration at our disposal. No bad karma in this yeah. now. <laughs> you could chant with the wrong intention oh, and not be present. You can. You could be off, you know. Yeah. So or have ulterior motives in your chant. Oh, yeah. How great I would be. That's ego. so scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a terrible chanter. I can't make that. I can never. Uh, yeah, or that too, right. Yeah, be all worried. With the ego get in. Okay. As you were speaking about earlier. Yeah. Or too good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, too good or too bad. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or might be too good. Okay, so let's do this final chant. We'll ground our energy in the peace chant, Lokaha Samasta Sukhino Bhavantu. And all the peace chants, all the Shanti mantras, is, uh, of, of which this is one, are earth chants. So they ground the energy back in. That's why we sing Shanti, Shanti, or Lokaha at the end of a practice, is to ground that energy back in. of anyone in your life that might benefit by the energy of your practice. And in that way, your practice is one that is selfless, sent out to benefit all beings. And may all beings know the source
divine peace, we are divine light, and we are the divine offering. Hari Om Tatsa. Namaste. Hari Om Tatsa. <laughs>